Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back winning days on the podcast. And I'm smiling from ear to ear. Not only were they winning days, they were spike days. On Friday, we go seven and one. We make $536.37. No, by the way, we didn't get a chance to talk about it because I didn't want to wait till two o'clock in the morning to record the podcast. But that incarnate word, Sacramento State FCS playoff game, oh boy, that was one for the ages. That was a lot of fun to watch. Then on Saturday, let's recap the winning card for you. We played Army against Navy. We got three points. We win in double overtime, and we cash the ticket. And I feel bad for anybody that had the under in that game. You deserved a better fate. Then in the FCS playoffs, I played South Dakota State minus the 19. Well, entering the fourth quarter at 21-21, I was chalking that up as a loser. Well, the Jackrabbits end up scoring 21 points in the fourth quarter, and they get us the cover. So thank you, South Dakota State, and thank you to Sam Herter on Hero Sports. I've said it before, Sam is the best in the business when it comes to FCS coverage, and he went 4-0 against the spread. I backed him last year in the playoffs. I'm backing him again. When in doubt in the FCS, just pick what Sam does. It normally cashes. So thank you for the 4-0 weekend on the FCS football playoffs. That helped the bankroll a little bit. Then in college basketball, we go three and one. We cash on Miami, minus the three and a half. We cash on Wyoming, minus the four and a half. We cash on North Carolina, minus the 13. I was very thankful for that cover, by the way, because I think the Tar Heels are going to be a little undervalued for the next 30 days. It'll present a great betting opportunity. Then on Twitter, you get the job done again. You're doing a tremendous job, so thank you for the votes and thank you for the winners helping that old bankroll. You back Miami, so we get to cash two tickets on the Hurricanes. Our lone loser, Cincinnati, plus the two and a half. We were tied, 10 seconds to go. We lose the game by three. Oh, we should have. We deserve better there, but I'm not going to complain when you go six and one on the card and you make another $445.46. So before we get to the picks, eliminating the juice once again is a good thing for all of us. So to help grow the Better Edge community, I'm going to be posting one. $20 wager per day on Twitter. So if you follow me on Twitter, that's a good thing. You can find out what the play is. It's a first come, first serve. I don't have that unlimited bankroll, by the way. Just putting $20 out there. I'm stacking the odds in your favor, though. So I think you should win the bet. You never know what happens. It's sports gambling, of course. But I'm going to be doing this daily until I head out of town and go off the grid for the holidays, which should be right around that December 22nd date. So once again, sign up for Better Edge, get the free $20, and then Try to be one of the ones to pounce on one of my $20 bets that I post out there between now and December the 22nd. Now let's get to the picks for Sunday. And we start in the National Football League. Recapping our five with Bill in Florida from earlier in the week. If you want to listen to that podcast, please go back to Wednesday and you'll find all 10 of our plays between Bill and myself. I played the New York Giants plus the seven against the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, I didn't want to do this, but I'm on the Detroit Lions minus the two and a half against my purple, the Minnesota Vikings. 
I'm on the Baltimore Ravens plus the two and a half at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm on the San Francisco 49ers minus the three against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'm on the Los Angeles Chargers plus the three and a half against the Miami Dolphins. NFL prop bets, I'm staying away again this week. And one of the reasons is I've hit back-to-back spike days, and I rarely hit three of those in a row, and I'm fearful it could be a really bad day for me. So I want to limit the card best I can. But I do have my four college basketball bets. I'm not going to pass up college basketball. So we lead off in the Big Ten. It is Wisconsin plus the four and a half at Iowa. So what's the old expression? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Well, I guess I'm going to flirt with it today. Iowa absolutely embarrassed me this week. A dominating 19-point win over Iowa State without Mr. Murray. Iowa shot over 52% from beyond the arc in that game compared to their 35% season average. Everyone stepped up. It was a great effort on both sides of the court after a strong 15-0 start. But playing Duke, Iowa State, and Wisconsin in the same week, I think that's a big ask for the Hawkeyes. The Badgers have won back-to-back. They won at Marquette, and then they rallied to hand Maryland their first loss of the season earlier this week. The Badgers have dropped just two games all year, a one-point loss to Kansas and a three-point loss to Wake Forest. Getting four and a half at Iowa without Mr. Murray expected to play? Well, that sounds good to me. So I'm going to roll the dice and take the Badgers plus the four and a half at Iowa. Next up, it's Moorhead State minus the two and a half against East Tennessee State. So my level of frustration and disappointment with Moorhead State is actually off the charts. I've only lost with them once on this podcast, but they were one of the final teams that I cut in three other, three or four other nights, by the way. You didn't know about that, but I did. So the Eagles are four and five on the season with just one Division I victory. They had a 16-point halftime lead last time out against North Alabama, but they let it slip away in the final four minutes to lose the game by six. The transfer portals that they are transfer players that they added in the portal are scoring. They're just not gelling on the same night. That takes time. But with a tough road trip ahead, it's really go time for Moorhead State. East Tennessee State, on the other hand, well, they're the same four and five on the year. Their wins are better. Their losses are better. They lost by two to Jacksonville State last time out. They lost to App State by four earlier in the season. Not a bad basketball club, but today... The Eagles will soar. I'm on Moorhead State, minus the two and a half over East Tennessee State. Next up, we head to the Atlantic 10. It is Duquesne, minus the five against New Mexico State. So the Aggies played a tremendous game earlier in the week, losing to Santa Clara by just one. Since then, more and more tough stuff has been coming out. I feel bad for everyone involved. I'll just leave it at that. Duquesne is seven and two on the year with losses to Kentucky, Then they lost last time out to Marshall by 11. The Dukes are much better than I expected, and it sounds like we will see the debut of a very talented freshman recruit today. First time this season. So that spark, plus they're coming off a loss. They're at home against a team with major distractions. I'm going to lay the five at home with Duquesne over New Mexico State. Then the final game on the card, well, I got to do it. It's Minnesota plus the eight against Mississippi State. So I spend plenty of downtime on a site called Gopher Hole. It's one of my favorite online forums for Gopher fans. Since Minnesota dropped their fourth consecutive game to Michigan earlier this week, the hottest topic is head coach Ben Johnson is a disaster. They're declaring this the worst team in modern-day Golden Gopher basketball history. Well, sounds like a buy-low spot for me. 
I love those opportunities. We cashed on Minnesota at Virginia Tech. We pushed on Minnesota at Purdue. And we did get beat and crushed in that Michigan game. But Michigan shot 56% from three-point land, 52% overall. It happens. I tip my cap and move on. I'm still eligible to bet the Gophers, so I'm going to do it. Mississippi State is good. They're 8 no good. They're giving up under 50 points per game. I love that stat, by the way. They duked it out with Marquette. They duked it out with Utah. They won both of those games by three. They've crushed everyone else. Minnesota pulled the upset on the road last year. Laying eight on the road, I think, is a little bit too much. So I'm on Minnesota plus the eight, and it wouldn't surprise me if they win outright. If I'm wrong, I won't talk about them for 30 days, but I'm on Minnesota plus the eight over Mississippi State. So let's recap your card for a Sunday. In the NFL, we're on the Giants plus the seven. We're on the Lions minus the two and a half. We're on the Ravens plus the two and a half. We're on the 49ers minus the three. We're on the Chargers plus the three and a half. In college basketball, we're on Wisconsin plus the four and a half at Iowa. We're on Moorhead State minus the two and a half against East Tennessee State. We're on Duquesne minus the five against New Mexico State. And we're on Minnesota plus the eight over Mississippi State. So that's your card for a Sunday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.